0: Just let me know when.
1: Now is when. Hmm. You know, I think
0: uh, I've been getting a lot of uh, messages from people about being in the path of the hurricane. So I was thinking about opening with a really just ultimately cheesy hurricane joke. I'm um, we'll run a couple by you and you tell me which one you think would be best. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, okay, knock knock. Who's there? Hurricane. Hurricane who? Hurry, can you run away from the storm?
1: I, I wouldn't go with that one. In fact, I hope for the sake of I just really hope no one besides me ever hears that joke out of your mouth.
0: But you gotta be able to, you you gotta sell it, you know what I mean? You have to like act like this the first time you're hearing it for it to work. Um, Or there's this one. Um, What did the hurricane say to the other hurricane? Oh, what? I have my eye on you. Ah, um...
1: Yeah, Yeah? so it's... Well, do you have any more?
0: Um, what do uh women, hurricanes, and tornadoes have in common?
1: What they all get the house? Um, oh, this one? Uh, no, they all get the house, yeah, 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 that's not bad. That one's not bad. We might get some letters.
0: Uh, let me see, letters. Oh, from feminists. I get it, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, why can't men get the house, too? I can hear it now. Why? I don't know. I'm just, I'm I'm saying what a feminist is probably going to say oh, when yeah, I say that joke.
1: Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. I thought that was a new setup.
0: Yeah. Um, let's not go that route. Yeah, I <clears throat> Well, I'm kind of I'm kind of limited there. You keep saying we yeah, have rapport, like, what does that even
1: mean? tension all the time, so I think it must have to do with that.
0: You mean the sexual tension that you have towards me?
1: I mean, they've said it's between us, uh, and I believe the world Right, but, was, but was that's helpful. what he means by us, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But the literal definition is a close and harmonious relationship in which each people or group's concerns understand each other's feelings or ideas and communicate well, so maybe we don't have rapport. <laughs>
0: You can never understand me. I'm, I'm deep like a well.
1: That's predictable. Mm hmm. I'm gonna take my shoes off. What am I doing? Lose about an inch. Oh, 38 seconds.
0: Golly. Really?
1: Yeah, people are talking about ready. intermittent buffering in the. Uh...
0: I don't wanna do this anymore
1: i us just call the whole thing off. Let me make sure my settings aren't harming us. Oh God. No, it should be good. All right. Oh God.
0: <gasps> we still got. A I always time. get like they this the watch, last ten seconds.
1: They gotta watch that video. We got that video playing at the very beginning, and then there's the. Um...
0: Somebody slap me, Tom. Come here
1: and slap me. Pow. Luckily, this is going to. Then we got that cool intro you were having. Look at this dude. This guy is so
2: rude.
0: Oh. Trying right to kiss him. Hell
1: yeah. Yeah. I right, did it the wrong time. Thank you. I'll give it I'll give it to you. Thank you. hmm Hey. How's uh, how's the buffering, everybody? Also, welcome to Sunday Mass. What do you have to say about that video, that uh, that that living statue thing?
0: I'm still, um, I'm still reveling in my joke that I decided to go with. So you have to give <laughs> me a second. Um, it was good. Um, I would have uh, punched the guy too. Uh, yep. There's nothing worse than well, there is one thing worse than a wet willy, absolutely.
1: Nazis being
0: being tickled. No, Nazis oh, okay. are under under being tickled.
1: Being tickled Absolutely. is such a weird thing. Like just the concept of like I'm going to come at you and agitate your fear response, but it's cute. Maybe we'll make out at the end. I don't know. That's always been strange not, to me.
0: It's not a fear response. I don't I don't get fearful when I get tickled. I laugh uncontrollably and and 9 times out of 10 I will piss myself.
1: I think I think that that actually I could be wrong here, but I thought they actually did like a study and that the reason why you laugh is actually an extreme fear response because you're totally incapacitated or something
0: they also did a study that said that drinking one glass of red wine every night is the same as doing an hour in the gym sometimes they're nobody did retarded that. On you just studies. made that up
1: but they've done some studies. that's on, true they've done some studies on jelly juice no that's true that is an absolutely
0: true statement there is a study that says you can drink um, a, a glass of red wine, and it's the equivalent of um, doing uh, 60 minutes in the gym. That is honest. That is honest. That is a I, real thing.
1: I think it has to be like way more specific. Like the same number of ant- the same amount of antioxidants you <sighs> get is the equivalent of the antioxidants you burn off. Because there's no way someone's making the case that if you drink a glass of red wine, it's as though you've done 60 minutes of exercising. That can't be. I'm gonna look it up. Like as far I'm as gonna look it up. to your muscles, to your heart all that jazz it
0: says now science has shown that a glass of red wine is equal to a workout at the gym researchers at canada's university of alberta shows red wine holds the same amount of a natural compound reservatol as nuts grapes which when tested on mice improved their physical performance heart function and muscle strength that of one hour of exercise in a gym Hmm.
1: hmm I don't believe it. Hmm. I don't either. Of course you don't believe it. It's bullshit. Certainly the thing, because when you say that it's the same as an hour in the gym, you assess more than just whatever that stuff was. Fine, maybe maybe. we are not receiving any data from your encoder. What? Are we back? Now we're on? Never mind. Okay. Uh, I don't know why... I don't know why. Let me know how the connection is in the live chat uh, when you get a second. But uh, it's certainly you don't have like one of the benefits of going to the gym for an hour is you burn anywhere from 300 to 1,200 calories, depending on the intensity of your workout. I don't think they're saying mm-hmm. that, that you, don't, you can't get that benefit from it. But it's weird well, that they depending think that on the it. muscle improvement thing is weird. Depends
0: it's on weird. what kind of drunk you are. I mean, if you're the drunk that kind of goes um, crazy and um, rages out, You probably burn more than that.
1: The fear response makes a little bit of sense though. Don't you think like what is actually funny about being rapidly touched? That makes you laugh.
0: Um, it's a kind of slow torture. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that I'll I'll categorize it as fear though. I'm never fearful when I'm aggravated. I'm annoyed. Um, I think I'm pissed off. I
1: I don't think so. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. I I don't think we're both incorrect.
1: Don't, fuck with living statues it's not okay yeah also i agree with the thing i definitely agree with you on is wet willies are in like it's way up there on my list of i will punch you in the face if you give me a wet willy i don't like anything in my ears like to those on my channel who know this already oh
0: i love having my ears bit
1: that you like the low bit right right yeah 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 that's that's totally different i've had some I had, on two occasions, ants crawl into my ears, and since then, I just can't have stuff in my ears.
0: What about pickle in your ear?
1: Ooh, would I, put a, would I put a pickle in my ear? Huh. You could dry out your ear that way, right? Adding all that salt and vinegar. I wouldn't like Sure. That. I don't even like, every now and then, I get like a blockage of earwax, and I'll put uh, hydrogen peroxide in there. And that's not a fun experience for me, which probably uh, we should probably move on to the actual show, though. Right. I
0: thought we were doing that. This OK, is not... okay. <laughs> sure. Hey,
1: let's talk Hi, about everybody. our videos of the week. Mine's super simple. I did a review of uh, the book Fear Trump in the White House uh, by Bob Woodward over on my channel. It was a lot of fun and it's a lot of fun to see the comments after of people who are just clearly they just love that them some Trump. Uh that's incredible. Well,
0: well, um those are idiots and you ignore yeah. those comments. Yeah. But also you're 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 kind of a social justice warrior, so it's a unique kind of
1: <laughs> This week this week I'm back to being an SJW. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, you took a week off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Didn't I have your guys on this last Sunday, which is not something the SJW community is happy with me for? I got a lot of flack. No, but you
0: act like a total SJW.
1: I got I got a lot of flack for that. Are you shitting me? If they can't handle did you that really? level of questioning Yeah, I did. I got I've gotten lots of You got uh, flack
0: for that? Wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, yeah. What kind of flack did you get for having Basically, uh,
1: basically people who thought I shouldn't have shared my platform with them.
0: Oh uh, I told you. Crying I, out loud. I told you, people yeah, yeah. listen, let me talk to your let me talk to your let me talk to your audience right now. Mr. Atheist uh fans, look sometimes we're going to have conversations that are difficult and you're not going to like them you might not like the people and that's okay you don't have to like everybody that he has on but he did a good job of holding them uh, holding their feet to the fire and keeping them accountable he didn't let them skate by you should be proud that he was able to have a conversation with people that you don't like but in a way that you would like so you should be applauding jimmy and not giving him hell
1: that Now, that said, that also needs to be said to some of your commenters who were like, why was Jimmy such an asshole to them? Uh, uh, and this is something we talked about. Like, They can come on the show, but it's not going to be promo only. But I did agree to a directive of I won't be overly combative. So had I been in full debate mode, would have been a totally different thing. But I, I sort of yeah. agree with the sentiment of I'm not going to be sharing my platform with them a ton. Uh, 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 I don't know that it'll ever happen again, in fact. But I, would, I wouldn't be opposed to having them back on. However, it's going sure. to be the same thing. If they say something that I just vehemently disagree with, like Black Lives sure. Matter is a supremacist group, they're going to hear it back. Uh, but I'm all for having the. Uh, I'm all for having the discussions. Yeah. I'm kind of. I have people I was, tell me all the
0: time that, all every, all the time. Uh, it seems like once a week there there'll be somebody that says, "What are you doing giving this person a platform, or what are you doing yeah. giving that person a platform?" Well, that's the point. You have hard conversations with people that you don't necessarily agree with. Right. And you, you try to get to the um you know, to the heart of the matter and see where you can change each other's minds. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but you still have to have the conversation.
1: I do still think there's a line, and we talked about this on the show though. Like at a certain point you don't need to invite back Jaronism anymore. I mean that's that's your channel. I'm not actually saying that, that we've passed that line, but at a certain point everything's been refuted and at this point all they can do is platform build. Uh uh so um, for example, uh, years ago, people were having the debate about Richard Dawkins' things of, of not wanting to debate creationists. And Bill Maher's point in, back to him was I disagree as long as they have this much power, you have to engage them in debate. And that's kind of the thing. Like the MythCon guys still have a lot of power in the community. I disagreed Correct. with a lot of the ways they handled it. And I'm glad that the person they had to answer my questions was literally the person to whom they had to answer my questions was actually me uh uh now sure. again i would have i wouldn't mind a, a much more heated debate but i had fun i it think
0: fun. that i think the cutoff is when their uh, their ideas are harmful like yep. richard spencer i would never platform richard spencer as long as their ideas aren't harmful if they're just weird or you know they're just you know crazy and loopy um i think you should have the the, the discussion. Maybe you can change their mind. Or maybe there are people, I look at it for there are people that are sitting on the fence watching it. Like they may, you know that there are people that feel the same way they do. So you're not really trying to reach that person. You're trying to right. reach the, the people out there that are sort of on the fence. To and um, the that's truth. what I shoot for.
1: I wouldn't even say harmful ideas are my line because I, for example, I think some of the ideas that the MythCon guys had, especially the ones we talked about during Sunday mass, not necessarily the the part about the event itself, I could call some of those ideas harmful I don't know if harmful is my line like a type of harmful for sure if if they were using their platform to say hey go to my website because we're gonna start that genocide next year and we need as many soldiers as possible absolutely that's a clear and obvious line I'm not so sure I wouldn't debate Richard Spencer because he makes a lot of claims that are Mm -hmm. scientific uh, and need to be debunked but the format Mm. would matter to me and i certainly wouldn't invite him onto my channel and let him finish with a hey we've got this um white con coming up
0: (laughs) yeah uh, yeah that's just that's just a line for me race is a line um when you're when you're that horrible of a human being i don't think you deserve the light of day and that's that's no matter what you claim um there's no way i would uh tow the race line no way
1: see i um I don't know. I, it would be a hard decision for me to make. I, I, I could see a scenario in which I would. Uh, they talk about sunlight's the best disinfectant, and I'm going to once again steal um, an observation ah, by Bill Maher. Uh, uh, but look at Charlottesville. Look what happened last year in Charlottesville. Obviously, a terrible tragedy. Separate from that, they let them have their white supremacist march, and then they did sure. it again a year later and it went from hundreds in attendance to a dozen because of all the sunlight
0: yeah but i don't think that's because they let richard spencer talk i think that's because they saw what happened the the, like the horrendous things that happened and you have to allow that because the government can't come in and and shut them down that's a government um, issue but when you put people like richard spencer in front of an audience there are you're going to risk him reaching somebody out there right. that's watching him you you may have everybody that, that stacks up against him but there's somebody that he's going to be speaking to that he's going to um inspire and motivate right. and you know cause them to be like oh well he's right why is it like this so if you just cut him off yeah from the get-go and don't give him that opportunity then you're a lot better off i think
1: that's definitely the value loss so you have to balance that with the value of richard spencer says the phrase white people are more intelligent please go ahead and clip that and take me out of context richard richard spencer makes that and then someone says no that's not true here are the statistics but also here's here's what we understand about human psychology and environment where a person's actually rebutting because he's got some level of platform he's got some reach what is the value of challenging it and if you it's like the ken ham bill nye debate everyone who was already on ken ham's side Thinks Ken Ham won. Everyone who was already on Bill Nye's side thinks Bill Nye won. But the undecided people seem, in my, it seems like from the stuff I saw after the debate, to have gone with Bill Nye did win. And because he won the debate, the net effect was less creationists, not well, more creationists. It's a hard. Yeah, line,
0: hard I, this line. is this is a like to me though. If you're on the fence about racism, then fuck you anyway you know yeah, what I mean yeah. like I, I think it's I think it's still not worth trying to to risk giving that um, piece of shit uh, a, a soapbox to preach on right you know and it, it's just it's 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 all subjective you know I'm, opinions. I'm, but.
1: I, right and I'm somewhat empathetic to people with terrible ideas because I used to have terrible ideas but also I sort of think like I am so lucky to not have been born with say what we traditionally call like the conspiracy theorist mindset all you have to do is convince them that somebody's not telling them something or that there's something exciting they can know and mainstream won't agree with them and they'll go with it. Uh, And so it's like, it's, I feel, (laughs) I I see people that are racist or I see people that are sexist and I see people that are terrible. And I think that's not just about myself, but everybody that if circumstances were different, I could be that person. I don't think I was born with a brain that, would have escaped Mormonism in every scenario. I did in my current life, luckily, but I sure. don't think that that, yeah. that was, yeah, in any way genetically predestined. So I have some level of empathy for people with bad ideas, and that's why I'm not, my line for what uh, I'm never going to engage is a little low.
0: In, bad ideas is one thing, racism is a completely different. I don't know, it, it's just, that's something close to me, like I don't yeah. uh, tolerate um, I'm not discriminating trying to against it. people. <laughs> Oh, I know, yeah. I know you're not. Yeah. I'm just saying that everybody has their, you know, their right. line and that's because you hate a group of people just because you're a different color. I never understood that, never will right. understand right. that. And I don't sympathize with people who feel that way. I think that um, I'm a, I'm a pro punch Nazis person. I yeah. think if you're a Nazi, you deserve to be punched, period.
1: I guess the summary is I don't have a yes or no hard line on anything you can tell me hypothetically until it's at my door and I make a decision like say debating Richard Spencer sure. until somebody gives me the debate. And even then after the debate, I might come and say it was a mistake to have had that debate sure. and I shouldn't have done it. It's, it's too, it is tough. Uh, uh, certainly racism is yeah. amongst the worst ideas humans have ever had. Unfortunately, racists still have power, which is why I'm a little worried about never engaging boy what yep. a fun weird like <laughs> did you guys enjoy that for the first i actually loved this discussion i just don't know how much it how great it is for the people watching so we'll get to the funny stuff i guess do you have anything you wanted to tail add on the tail there
0: no um were you were you still talking about um trump
1: and no, the, I, uh, so i reviewed a book if you want to go see my review of it. the book came out tuesday it, it's really good, it reads really well. I kind of gave uh, some of the things I took out of it and some of my favorite things to uh, to, to hear. Uh, to all the people wondering like if I'm just accepting it as gospel, of course I think any of it could be wrong. However, the accounts in that book, first of all are extremely consistent with the things we that have been leaking all along. You can also kind of tell who the people are that he's getting the stories from, but he doesn't ever declare it directly because that's part of the agreement. Uh, But it certainly it, it a lot of it's consistent a lot of it makes pieces fall into place but obviously all of the the whole story is basically a narrative of Built off of other people saying I was there and this is what happened So of course errors could happen but to say there's a lot of people going in and being like well If it's so true How come all of the top people in the book that are quoted have come out and said they're false the guys? literally around Trump Gee, I wonder why they would. He's not known to be petty and fire people, people
0: on a <laughs> People say, "What do you, what do you, uh, what do you uh, wager that um, one of the or one of the sources?" And um, this got some backing actually this weekend. But I thought this for a while um, with Ann Coulter. Um, she actually she said it about a New York Times article, but um, she believes that um, that New York Times, that scathing New York Times article about him last week came from um, Jared Kushner. And I would Ooh. be willing to bet anything that um, he is one of the ones that is leaking things in the White House.
1: Yeah. Uh, leaking, definitely. I definitely think he's leaking. Um, I, my So I had a few opinions on this. Um, there's a good case to be made for uh, Mike Pence's chief of staff. And I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, and, but, that, but now I don't want to think that because... Amarosa came out and said she's sure it's him, so maybe I don't. I, I don't want to side with Amarosa ever. I had from the beginning thought it was probably John Kelly, and after reading this Bob Woodward book, I kind of think. I kind of think even more that it's John Kelly. That she oh, I'm sure.
0: I'm. President. You know, I think it's a con- I think it's a combination of a lot of them. I think yeah. they. Um, they all see like, how horrible he is, and right. are are doing this just because, you know, the guy is a son of a bitch to work for. Right. you know and you know that to get back at him probably there're just some days where they're just like you know what motherfucker yeah yeah that's it and they snap and they leak a story and that's their yeah. little way of getting um revenge
1: it not even revenge sometimes just to prevent it like something from happening but remember too it says in the letter this isn't a republican versus liberal issue this is the republicans who are around him who love his stances on a lot of things, immigration and stuff, but know how volatile he is and how ready he is to bankrupt the economy, go to nuclear war, who literally just go, look, sometimes we have to take papers off of the Resolute desk to make sure he doesn't sign them. Because if you take the paper, he'll forget we were doing it anyway.
0: So, totally believe that. And he doesn't have a position. That's the thing when they say that they're, they, they side with Trump. His policies and his... Uh, his views on things shift like the wind. Yep, He is all for what seems popular at that particular time. You can go back and you can take one position that he's come out on recently, go back a couple years, he's done the complete opposite. I mean, he he is the... Why this man is liked like he is baffles me and just blows my mind. I don't get it.
1: And remember that this businessman, that everybody liked him, because he's a businessman who... um, supposedly understands the economy like nobody else, doesn't understand why we ever have to borrow money or need to pay off money when we could just print money. And his directive sure. and solution to things was just go print more money. Does not sure. understand why that's a problem.
0: That's not the biggest thing for me. The biggest, the biggest, uh, the, the biggest amusement I get is, is hearing people say this. When, when you ask somebody, why do you like Trump? Why did you vote for Trump? Well, he's the only person that tells it like it is. He tells it like it is. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He lies about everything. He's the one person, the one candidate that you can guarantee will never, ever tell it like it is.
1: Right. They like him
0: because he sounds like he's, uh, you know, shooting off the cuff and, you know, he's speaking for the people,
1: but he's not. Exactly, exactly. Okay, sorry, let's talk about jelly Juice. I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel like I I keep Um, hijacking the show. It's all yours now. No, it's fine. Um. Well,
0: uh, I just wanted to, to briefly make some comments about um, Jillian Juice. She was supposed to come on on um, Tuesday, uh, the day of. I made a joke because she her cabbage juice claims that it's supposed to cure um, – it'll make you regrow limbs, it'll cure cancer, and it cures you being gay. So in the live chat, I made a joke. This was a, two hours before the show started. I said, don't forget, guys, there's still time to send in your um, d- dick pics. I'm going to drink the juice. And we're going to hold up these dick pics and see if I still react. By the way, I actually did get submissions for, for um, <laughs> the dick pics for science. Um, but apparently she went into the live chat, read that, and um, didn't like that too much. Mm-hmm. And she thought that at first, according to her first video, that we were going to actually show dick pics live on the, um, the show. She didn't get that it was a joke. So she canceled and so, last minute, I had Jeff Holiday, um, who was her biggest nemesis and the person that went up against her on Dr. Phil, come in, and um, we did a show about her and went through her protocol and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. That led to her having a complete mental breakdown. On Facebook, um, she posted nonstop videos about us in the show, uh, about scientist Mel, um, and it wound up the. I don't know if you saw it. There's a Papio's article that came out, yeah, I and. Yeah, it is about her uh, Facebook bander. Um, yeah. she, she made several um, anti-LGBTQ, yeah. um, so you're welcome.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's the thing that I find the strangest. Um, every time I see one of her videos, she's talking about jelly Juice and basically like attacks people because they age and that she's a- they're aging because they're not on jelly Juice. Like that's a big recurring thing. She attacks people for aging at all. That yep. girl's aged, I, right? She uh she has now
0: I will say on Dr. Phil she looked um she looked rather rather good on Dr. Phil. Yeah, Dr. Um, Phil has a
1: professional team of makeup artists.
0: But here's the thing this is the thing about Julie Juice and this is why this is a good thing. Um like people like her deserve to be platformed because she is uh messing with people's lives. She's endangering people's lives. There was a um a Image that somebody posted this past week in response to one of these videos where um, it was a lady who had just found out about Jilly Juice and she put a picture of her um, son. And then the caption above the, uh, the picture was, I just started tube feeding my handicapped son Jilly Juice's protocol. So she, these people are like feeding a child through a tube this solution that is deadly and so people like that shouldn't have a um a a platform i don't feel that um promotes this kind of stuff it's gross um Uh, so yes that was it um i i did get dick pics um though for science research um
1: i went through them thoroughly the reply video
0: oh sure yeah this is scientist' mail um, following the, the show on Tuesday. You should really check her out. She's amazing.
1: Why is it not playing?
0: Oh, no. That's the, the ice culture. wrong filter.
1: video is playing. Yeah, hang on. Let me fix that. Okay, that's fixed. Now let me cue. All right, here we go. Yeah, that part's pretty funny that she claims to be a yeah. scientist.
0: Well, while this is playing, too, let me – Um, she she attacked Scientist Mills' credentials, right? And yeah. um, she screenshotted her going to a child's website, typing in how to be a scientist, and it lists uh, all these, like, for kids, for criteria to be a scientist. And her um, caption was, see, anybody can claim to be a scientist. Yeah. Not only that. But on her, uh, in her book, in her uh, sources, she references the times that she had to look up words. So there was a certain word she didn't know, and when she went to look it up, she cited that as a source in her book. She cited Paul Revere as a source in her book, which pointed to a Wiki, uh, uh, Wikipedia page, because she made an analogy saying that um, – something to do with like that's like uh turning over paul revere to the redcoats and letting them um capture him she cited the wiki wikipedia page in an analogy about
1: (laughs) she also people follow this though she also thinks that she's like tesla being suppressed by jp morgan yes yeah
0: yes um and if you haven't seen that article guys um go check it out definitely go check that out Uh, katie paulson did a amazing job on that and she's actually going to be on the show um, maybe Jilly will follow through again. Um,
1: and make sure to she follow science of smell, cause she's going to make a video that yeah. replies to everything. But yeah, the stuff is yeah. two people yep. that suffered mini strokes after drinking her stuff. 28,000 yep. milligrams mm-hmm. of sodium. If you do the day. Oh man. All right.
0: I will say though, it, it, she is right in that it cures homosexuality because with that amount of um, explosive diarrhea there's no way anything's going up there so um and in yeah. that sense it does it does weight stop loss. the the gay
1: yeah and, yeah and and you'll lose weight diarrhea yeah. is a surefire way to lose weight
0: you'll also die so if you want to be skinny and dead chili juice is the way to go
1: yep all right well this week um, so to go ahead
0: today's national um Virgin Day, and I wrote down a couple of tips. Um, I just want to get through a couple of them. Um, number one, if you're a virgin, here's the way that you can you can fix that: brush your teeth, uh, stop playing Pokemon Kyle. Go, Kyle? Uh,
1: keep anime to yourself. Kyle. Kyle, yes. National Virginia Day.
0: Oh, okay, all right. So, um, to celebrate National Virginia Day, uh, start brushing your teeth. Okay. <laughs> Don't play Pokemon Go, and keep anime to yourself. <laughs>
1: yeah okay yeah yeah i don't think anybody's watching anime in virginia i hope not i'm gonna take those to heart no matter which one of the days it was yeah it is uh virginia is is for lovers it is national virginia day also this week was national live creative day which Uh uh so we have some creative people and their videos to share with you uh and this is a this is an amazing part of This is like my favorite part of any ice sculpture. I don't know if you guys have watched people ice sculpt, but they'll make these big things, but then they have to remove the supports, and that's like the moment of truth. We'll go back here. So you can see he cuts off the back one, and then he starts working on the one underneath her.
0: Why do they do that, Jimmy? Uh,
1: Why do they take the supports off? Yeah. Cleaner look. That's actually, so that was something I was thinking about. Like, why not just leave them up? Right. Cleaner look, I think, is the. Is the deal I think they probably do some basic level physics and engineering to make sure that uh, like they probably went in and they they did all the weight distribution and ice density and everything to make sure that this would be able to handle when they Well I'm gonna
0: assume we're not watching we're we're not watching this because it's a beautiful ending so um, probably should have left the support zone. (laughs) Oh yeah
1: that that broke
0: to see. How's that ice density and
1: balance working now for you? (laughs) the physics didn't line up uh no (laughs) leave them support on. shall we watch the moment of zen again though i wonder if it's actually though because look where it breaks first do you think it actually lost the support or do you think that the the resonance of the chainsaw caused it to crack
0: i'm looking at it now and it's it's obviously heavier on one end i mean look at how That's
1: obviously true uh, yeah
0: Look at I mean obviously and if I'm not mistaken that's where it cracks first. So obviously that's going to be an issue.
1: Probably. I mean just because it's heavier on one end doesn't mean that the support structure couldn't support both, but cuz it doesn't like teeter over.
0: Well, that that side falls first.
1: Yeah, that it definitely does. But do you notice where the crack actually comes up? Oh my goodness. On that on that side. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Once once you remove right. that support,
1: watch. Right at the waist.
0: As he removes that support. Hop, it popped right there at the middle where the where the, the pressure's going down. I think yeah. they
1: I think they probably thought they had the math worked out and they didn't have Listen, the math worked
0: out. Let me tell you something. I am not one that knows very much about physics or um, <laughs> ice density or anything like that. But I can just look at that and say, you probably shouldn't take that support off. It looks heavier on one side. Now gravity.
1: You want to talk about living creatively. This guy he made the world's biggest Jenga tower.
0: Structure that guy. I really want to show you we'll is uh, right over here. God, hello 1992.
1: And, uh, he's going to tell
0: us a little yeah. bit about this Four amazing structure.
1: Well, it's, as you can see, the, uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Um, it's about 12,000 blocks. That is beautiful It took though. over two weekends to build. And um, I'm really excited because next week. God, get another uh, hobby. The two weekends on that world records team are going to come to evaluate yeah. it. And I'm really looking forward to that. He's a good looking guy. I'm sure he's got. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay. Here's my oh. question. Number one, who the fuck still walks around with a microphone with a cable on it?
1: Yeah. I think, I think this might be fake. And I'll tell you why. If I, I actually skipped this part on purpose. Look when he first goes over to the guy. It's Brian Varney. Brian, careful that corner. Brian is. A and number, number two, graduate. this is
0: the world's worst um, like anchor man or host <laughs> or whatever he is. He literally just walked up off the side and uh, went straight in like, like we knew what was happening here. There was no, hey, how's it yeah. going? Or welcome back to blah, blah, blah. It's just, hey. I'm here with brian of course if you are spending your weekend with a a dude that spent two weekends building a jenga tower um, i wouldn't be too happy either
1: you don't send your best guy for that no have you ever seen the the guy who um i can't remember what school it was for but he basically did a show on the college's closed circuit tv uh and it was like trying to give kids tips on food they could make in their dorm and he'd be like Hi wildcats. We're gonna um make some nachos today. So first you open this can of nacho cheese and he's just so dry and it's, it's kind of wonderful. It reminds me of this guy uh, a
0: lot. I haven't seen that. Uh uh-uh. uh. But it's- but here's my question too, if this is fake. Then who was the poor guy that had to build this tower of twelve thousand pieces? knowing that it was just gonna get wiped down by uh, douchebags long mic cord.
1: My theory is he actually built the tower and he actually set the world record. And once they got everything done, they were like, hey, do you guys wanna have a, I think they set it up as a joke. Like, hey, it's time to destroy this thing. Do you guys want to, and I think they thought it was gonna be a lot funnier than it was. But the fact is the dry delivery actually kind of ruined it It
0: does, they could have done so much better, so much better with this. Yeah. Epic yeah. fail. Sometimes Epic
1: fail. sometimes you want somebody to fail who's got a little charisma, like this guy. Yes. What are you working on here? They were telling me this is one of your prizes. I love this. Possessions. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a Baraka's Cherub. It's, it's actually been a very tough piece to do. We've been working on it for about eight hours right now. We've still got quite a ways to go on it. Um, it's a beautiful piece. We'll when We'll be done. Now, can I take a closer look at this? Because why is this your pro... Oh, Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. i am so sorry i, I am i'm so sorry so face serious i'm so i think so too everybody watch there's a couple of things to watch for first of all right here you can see the guy is supporting with his hand the ice sculpture that it has to be held up from the back to me indicating that if you even just let go it'll probably fall backwards and then you not see only that
0: but watch the watch the
1: anchor's hand
0: when he goes
1: yeah. he actually pushes it gives it a little nudge Oh, come on. Full piece when, we're, when we'll be done. Now, can I take a closer look at this? Because why is this your pro... Oh, That's, oh my God. That, that was a clear push. I am so sorry. I, I, am,
2: I am so sorry.
1: Dude, dude are you serious? I'm so sorry. It was just an accident. Also, his see, the guy's series of reactions don't match up. He's like... Right. And then he throws the thing down and then comes up. Du- dude, are you serious?
0: Like. How hard uh, is it to get people that can act or that, that can sell this?
1: But watch the... Watch this, I like We'll get this taken care of. I just imagine the Curb Your Enthusiasm music right about here. Anyway, (laughs) with a smile on my face, (laughs) we'll send it back (laughs) to you, Ed and Ann. As it zooms in on the guy. Oh, poor, poor guy. What a waste. Have you ever noticed these ads or the, the, they always do the thumbnails for the new bloopers and they always try to make it look like it's like a pretty attractive woman who slips a titty or something.
0: That's smart advertising.
1: It's brilliant. But the titty's never in there. Like, I of bet course you, not. I'll bet you that lady's probably never even in the episode.
0: Do you know how many people, though, just because it looks like there's going to be titty in there, are going to click it? I mean, how many half-brained morons? Do you know? Name, you, I bet you can name five people that you would consider just a complete moron.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I shouldn't on They it, click those. They might be watching.
0: <laughs> they click those.
1: <laughs> um, It'll be... Can I just list off some of the people who leave comments? Uh, all right. So also this week was um, National TV Dinner Day, and I wanted to bring everyone a blast from the past. And also, I'm a little like—I'll explain after—but I'm a little nostalgic for this day. Let's.
2: Wow. You guys think you're lucky you can get Swanson TV turkey dinners, but I say Swanson TV turkey dinners are a bigger break for husbands. Now, you take me. I can be early,
3: I can be late, I can bring pals.
1: I sped it up because I think he goes a little too slow, but if this is too much, you gotta let me know.
3: Dinner anytime I please, and get this, my wife never panics. She My just wife. takes Swanson yeah. TV turkey dinners from the freezing compartment of our refrigerator when I'm a little You scared. can tell this would oh. never sell today. And right you are, Jack. No, absolutely And that not. is because Mary Lou knows that she can have a, a swell dinner ready in just 25 minutes. Right. And talk about it. Just easy. 25 minutes? Well, she just minutes? pops Swanson TV turkey dinners in a hot oven. You know, they're oven ready in individual heat and serve trays. With Swanson Out. TV turkey dinners, you we're,
0: just uh, eat and serve. And you uh, serve uh, Jimmy. Yeah. we're triggering feminists like crazy tonight so um, because you know this would never, this would never go down today's. Um, today's world and never it shouldn't.
1: that's not a i mean it's it, today's world should go look at that and go how come they're only talking about the wife cooking the meal
0: not not only that but it shouldn't go down today because who would want to eat a tv dinner from 1960
1: well <laughs> i kind of do not literally oh do you mean like it's literally been waiting in the freezer that long
0: yeah that's what i'm saying that's why this commercial oh. would never work today
1: see the thing i like about this is all tv dinners as far as I know, TV dinners are all microwave now, and I actually like way prefer the consistency of. So I was like looking back, I was like, that's that's kind of dope that they used to have the oven ones. It takes some time, but you cook the whole thing at once and you're big and like hearty it.
3: slices of moist tender Swanson turkey tender, with brandy gravy and special cornbread dressing. To be fair, though, whipped sweet potatoes. To be fair,
0: yeah. What's the ingredients for that TV dinner? It's a lot different than the ingredients that you're gonna get from today's TV dinner. That was back in the, the era of where food was actually um, not processed the way that it is now. You didn't have right. all the chemicals and, and shit in it. Um, these were probably went bad very quickly. Right. That looks like real food. The TV dinners that you get now will literally cause you to, to grow like three heads. And, Unless you drink jelly um, juice. Correct, well you can drink that to counteract it, but that's right. a, that's a completely different TV dinner than
3: what you get now,
1: but they do bring up something else about the 60s that wasn't great. Literally, right now,
3: with gold and swanson butter mm. and garden-fresh peas with more butter. Mm.
1: They loved their butter back then. It was on everything.
0: Butter isn't that bad for you.
1: A stick, a stick of meal isn't great though.
0: Of course, nobody's yeah. gonna eat a stick, a stick of meal. But it's not as bad as what was once thought. Fat right, is people, not the enemy.
1: People don't understand that fats don't cling onto your body like fats do. Sugar is Eve. the enemy. And God, it's such a delicious enemy. I'm literally cutting out sugar right now, which means I'm drinking a lot of LaCroix. Come at me, Internet. Uh, it's so tough. What I'm is LaCroix?
2: Mar-a-
1: Mar-a- Mar-a- Mar-a. La- ah. Here's my kiwi strawberry LaCroix. It's, uh, it's just club soda, basically, sparkling water. But LaCroix does a really good job at, they call it naturally essenced. Uh, there's enough flavor in there that if you're craving something sugary, at least for me, I won't say it takes the craving away, but it occupies my craving, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But people think it's like a super hipster drink. so. Got it. SJW. Saying sense. LaCroix. No, well, I wouldn't, hipsters and SJWs are pretty distinctly different, I think. Saying LaCroix is a bit like... Admitting I also ate avocado toast today.
0: Of course. More that area. Makes sense now. I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, people are saying they hate Lacroix. Have you tried all the flavors? They're delicious. Super chat your favorite flavor of Lacroix. Uh, uh, I'm a money whore. Um, anyway. Oh wait, I don't want to. I was gonna skip forward. Lucky me. My. Wife. You have to see the technology these people had back then. Check it out. <laughs> they have multiple. Ooh things they they want to display what's up
0: oh um because i see that casey is in the live chat um yeah. i announced it last night on steve's um channel too but congratulations to uh casey and godless engineer uh for putting a ring on oh, it yeah. we love you we are so very proud
1: i thought you were going to congratulate her because you guys are going to interview that porn star but yes absolutely congratulations that's a big <laughs> yeah i wouldn't break in for a uh <laughs>
0: Oh man, that's funny. You think I'm that shallow?
1: I don't know. It's, I'm, can, I, can I interview her? Congratulate me. Sure. I'm yeah. coming then.
0: No, but really, congratulations to, uh, to both of you guys. Um, yeah. I'm the, I am the maid of honor, obviously.
1: Hell yeah. But um, I'm just kidding. Well, now I'm upset because Perce- I, I thought you meant it. <laughs> but check Perce- out the. Wife uses technology. Swanson TV turkey dinners Marketing and make technology. your husband
3: lucky too. Get Swanson TV turkey dinners, this Swanson so TV amazing. fried chicken dinners swanson tv beef dinners from your grocer's big freezer
1: and you just and of know I told- you just uh. know, oh i'm excited to see what this ad is you just know that yeah. it was a guy on the other side manually moving the turntable like oh yeah didn't have any rotor going there's no but machine. you know
0: back then that was the uh that was the cat's meow you know they thought they were the they that were was the same. saying right the, the cat's meow yeah
1: that, yeah i it's the saying Okay, <laughs> wait, what was the cat's meow? I thought you were going to elaborate. That's all I was No, I'm
0: saying but back then when, when they saw this commercial, they are like, oh man, oh, look at that turntable. It looks like a
1: cat's meow. Yeah. yeah, people back then were impressed. They were getting on right. their nine-inch television and going, holy cow, look at that resolution, first of all. Well,
0: they were saying, um, honey, if you weren't too busy uh, making my sandwiches for tomorrow, you, you yeah. should see this, uh, this, this technology they got on this commercial.
1: That was so crazy too, because it wasn't even just, he was like, if I come home and I'm in a rush because some of my buddies are over, I don't worry. I just tell my wife to get the fuck to work. Like, <laughs> nowadays it'd be like, I pop some pizza rolls in the microwave, but it's, I just tell yeah, my wife.
0: <laughs> tell McDonald's.
1: My wife. Oh, man. It's so good. I'm sorry, everybody. I love McDonald's. Uh, somebody asked, what's up, Ad Homos? That's going to be the only non-super chat I read. I'm just kidding, but. Can Ad you know, Homos. Expensive.
0: That's actually appropriate.
1: I get it. Yep. Right. We'll take it.
0: Let's see watch for original.
2: Head. Gregory to leave Aspen with the au pair for the Zane cruise, but he insisted that everyone come along. They gave Aspen the most adorable
1: baby. Yep. This is me. I'm also going to play this morning. on quick. This
3: morning we saw Gordon standing in front of a table with different little appetizer type things, and I had no clue what was going on. Slightly different this morning. Sit down. Ladies on my left. Chef Ramsay has prepared what appears to be. So I like we should set this up May.
0: before so people know what um, and, yeah. and and I've done this because uh, my years being a chef I've had to actually be a part of um, taking this test and administering this test and basically what it is is when you hire people and you're in a, um, like, like a finer dining type restaurant, you want to make sure that the people that are working either under you or with you or your chefs, they have a good palate. So you right. want to make sure that they're able to identify flavors um, blindfolded and without thinking about it. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to feed them something, a, a bit of food, and you're hoping that they're able to identify what that particular um, flavor is.
1: And I, I love these kinds of things, like you hear about it with wine a lot, that people mm-hmm. who are professional wine tasters, now in this scenario, with wine, it's that there isn't really a difference, that professional wine Correct. tasters, if they don't know that they are being tested, can't identify an expensive bottle of wine versus boxed wine. Correct. Um, this food is different, and this is Absolutely. hilarious. Absolutely, and it what does, pisses
0: me off about wine, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no I was just no, gonna, gonna, gonna say, what pisses me off that, about that, wine, um, uh sommeliers is when they go overboard like there no you don't taste oak and yeah. uh, you know cherry wood and uh, hints of like no you don't you don't taste that you and do the not taste that
1: wife was pregnant
0: right yeah. you don't taste that it's bullshit you're being a snobbish uh, con artist
1: absolutely it tastes
0: like you can either say like sweet savory um you know those kind of things but not cherry and oak and, yeah. <laughs> and cedar just shut the f-
1: shut yeah. up and, and if you could actually taste those things the first thing they'd always say is since a ton of wine is made in california you'd first be like hmm the acid rain was light this year yep but plenty of methane yep but you can't actually taste those things
0: right and, the, and nobody says the first thing that everybody should taste in wine that's grapes you never hear anybody say grapes
1: I don't like Never. wine very much, but it's probably from the same part of my tongue that hates pickles. I, Whenever I drink, especially red wine, just tastes like vinegar to me. I love wine. I know. <laughs> I can handle some champagne here and there. A little bit of rosé, but no. I'm not into it. Anyway, you
0: probably drink yours from a box, don't you?
1: So they're going to test. I just don't drink wine. Oh, also, I don't drink anymore at all, but there's that. Uh, mm-hmm. I was more of a whiskey guy in my day. It, it was either like, all the way to whiskey, though I I also liked honey whiskey, so I won't pretend it was all like manly man whiskey, but I also really liked girly drinks too. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mike's hard, it's always always refreshing. Um, Anyway, so they're gonna test taste test, Gordon Ramsay's taste testing these professional chef's palates.
3: What I'm gonna talk about is taste. What the aspiring chefs don't know is that all of these dishes are fake. So I put together some fondue, actually it's sway on cheese. Pate, it's really crushed hot dogs.
1: By the way, that fondue looks good as melted cheese, and I'm totally open to trying some cheese with fondue. If anybody wants to, like, anyway. And I'll dip some hot dog pate into it.
3: Caviar, muck, nope,
1: caviar,
3: I <laughs> Oh, and just like a meat sort of, oh. almost like a kebab. Yeah, those are from a TV dinner. We don't deserve to be eating caviar this time of the morning. However, just taste. After such a
1: horrible night, of- he might. Say Why do people already? eat caviar? But, so caviar, it doesn't taste very good, but some people think it does. But I think he might mention it later, but I remember uh, learning about this at a fish market in New York. They will give you catfish eggs. They're considered so gross and like not, de- they, they're so rotten and shit. Like you can go Ugh. to any market and they will give it away.
3: Blech.
0: Service just presenting me with
3: caviar. Mm. Every time you put something in your mouth, you gotta know what you're eating. Who's tasted the fondue? I have. It's nice and thick. Coat your mouth. Nice. I feel sharp, like you can't creamy. help but taste Heather. the
0: hot dogs though. Like that's the one thing that I feel like everybody should be able to pick out because yeah, it's a surprising. universal. Yeah, it's a universal
1: thing. But I want. But you do have to remember this girl specifically who's talking about how the fondue is. It's
3: nice and thick. Coat your mouth. Nicely sharp, creamy. Heather, what do you think about the chicken and the pineapple? I think they taste really good. Keith, yes, sir. favorite dish? I like the pate, pate.
1: Sure.
2: pate. he likes Alex
3: the pate, the
1: stuff I've eaten before tastes like fishy, stinky that is just amazing
3: Originally, i tasted the caviar just by itself
1: amazing caviar everything she'd had before was stinky
0: what's the what's the moral of this story that you guys can totally dupe even professional chefs just by and i've always said this um and this is true uh looks are everything when it comes to food you can uh, there's a study that was done where they took the same ingredients and they plated it differently you had the same amounts the same it was the same uh, prepared the same way and they put it around a plate one they just kind of put on the plate one they uh fixed up very pretty every time they picked the one that was fixed up as the one that tasted the best and they would pay five to six dollars more on that plate even though it's the same exact thing the looks dupe Mm. everything
1: I, I definitely think that's a huge part of it. I wonder if, in especially when you're like serving to other people, I wonder if in this case, if you had put that same spread out and not had Gordon Ramsay in the room, if things would have been a little different. Like because sure. they think he made this meal and they're trying to satisfy him. And, sure. Yeah, I wonder. But if that,
0: that that leads to a it leads to a a deeper like kind of cooler yeah um, process I think because. It's all in your head. Right. The taste and all of that stuff, it's all in your mind. You create right. the, uh, the dish in your head. So uh, there's a psychology right. behind it that's fascinating.
1: Yeah. I don't think they were lying that they thought it was delicious. I right. think because yeah. of the psychology, like you were saying, like the psychology of the situation made them think it was delicious. Absolutely. Yeah. All
3: right. I wasn't next. really that uh, fond of it, but once you get everything on there, and just comes together. I don't think any of you around on the table this morning have any idea what you've been eating. Scott, dun, dun, dun. Ladies, don't be upset with me. You everybody to be upset with yourselves. So, the fondue was a spray cheese. The kebabs, brochetta, was a TV dinner. My pate was made out of crushed hey. hot dog. And this bit here, we have a catfish, the mop fake caviar. They give it away, you can't even buy it. No. Here, you wanna kill yourself? Take some fake caviar.
1: No, 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 hey, no, 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 no. Hey. Look how mad she is. I was taking it seriously. But also, this is a double tie-in. This was TV dinner week, but remember what else it was? Look at her name.
0: Okay, listen, um, Virginia, uh, brush your teeth, stop playing Pokemon Go, and keep anime to yourself. These are surefire ways.
1: I brush my teeth. I don't watch Uh anime, though I have in the past, but I will fight you about Pokemon Go. I don't think so. When's the last time you've been laid... Uh, next unrelated next no no no. it's not it's not long ago but uh i don't kiss and tell but you should go you should Mm -hmm. check out you should check out on the 22nd i think next saturday they're doing the uh, uh, a community day where they do these raid days lots of people show up and a lot of them are very attractive people
0: ask them when they've been laid i'm not saying that virgins can't be attractive jimmy
1: i'm I think you'd be surprised, but I enjoy Look, I enjoy me some Pokemon listen, Go. I'm
0: just here to, to try to help, Actually, quick, okay? Whether, if you take
1: something. my advice, uh-huh. if you take my advice, that's fine. Sorry, I'm pulling a Pokemon Go. It's the Kanto event. I want to make sure I don't miss any Poliwags. Okay, <laughs> let's see this lady.
3: Ha ha, it was catfish, hot dogs, cheese in a can, and a TV dinner. Ha ha. It's embarrassing.
1: <laughs> I like that she's mad at him, though. You should be embarrassed because you're a chef who can't tell the difference between fondue and cheese whiz, but you're mad at him because he played the joke.
3: <laughs> yeah. Now I will know where we are. You all have power- power backside, way. and we have got some work to do.
0: Yeah. I loved it. Very strange. All right, now we it. we get into um, well. Uh, okay. Look. Let's say Jimmy uh, finally does get late. Um, we would all consider that a uh, a miracle, right? So uh, we're actually going to transition into um, have things that are miracles so that were what?
1: I don't talk about my personal life much, um. But you know, I have a boyfriend, right? That's what
0: everybody that's not getting late says.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Try again. Try again. He's from Canada. You just don't know him, you guys. Uh, anyway,
0: <laughs> paying for it doesn't count, Jimmy. Like
1: it, da, 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 da. This is why everybody's here, though. This next video is um, so it's seven miracles caught on camera that science can't explain. And this is why people are here for the hard atheisting. Are you ready to get your atheist on?
0: I have my fedora ready. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah,
1: how's your neck beard? Let's, Let's pack the great. intro, though. You be the judge, number
3: seven woman drowning in her SUV is miraculously saved. Charlene was rescued from a submerged SUV. The water flooded a Pueblo Street and carried the SUV down the road in as much what as- What kind a of, water of water is that?
1: By- Muddy water. Also, I want to explain another reason why I'm going fast on some of these videos. I got copyright striked for last week's video that included the Jilly Juice segment from Dr. Phil. Now, I'm disputing it, but they have 30 days to release it. And it's not a full strike, so I guess I guess it's not a strike. I got copyright claimed. They're getting all of the money that could potentially be made from that episode. Um, uh, Funny enough, it, th- falls it didn't get barriers. struck on mine. Yeah, it didn't get struck on nonsec where it also played. I've challenged it, and I actually don't understand that it says that they have 30 days to decide to release it. I hope that means if they don't release it in 30 days, it automatically releases. But I don't. Why don't actually you just go
0: in and cut that part out and fuck them?
1: I don't know. I guess I probably could, but the ethics of it all—it's also my favorite part of the episode. Um. Anyway, here we go.
3: I Eisenders swam out to rescue the woman. She was trapped inside the SUV and couldn't swim. All four windows were shut tight as of sank. The first to reach her was a doctor, but try as he did, the stick he was beating a window with was no match for the safety glass. And then the Herrera was gone. Almost a full minute went by before I will say. 43-year-old.
0: The music in this makes me want to believe.
1: I know. It was a very cleverly chosen soundtrack. Even playing very well fast, done. it's doing it's doing fine. This is at yeah, 1.5 well speed.
3: Done. Unemployed store manager somehow reached through Charlene's front window and grasped her arm. Absets was able to pull her out of the water. So
1: remember, we don't actually see anything. It said the miracle is, uh, at the last second, uh, the, her store manager is able to put her hand, his hand through the window and pull her out through the window. And right.
3: But here the odd part when the car was towed from the water. All four windows were still closed. It is unclear how they opened enough to let her out and then closed again. Those who helped Charlene considered it a miracle.
1: Numbers. Okay, so the claim is science wouldn't be able to explain it. <laughs> do you want to go first? Because I, I got some yes. theories. Yeah.
0: I am going to say that they were able to get the door open, get her sure. out. And when they pulled the car out of the river, the uh, inertia from them pulling it up closed the door back.
1: Exi- fine. Yeah, it, it doesn't even need to have been then it could just be the fact that the water is flowing water I'm totally down with that theory my thing about like the materialistic and uh, Approach to life is that if you can come up with any natural phenomenon That could have happened that does it that phenomenon is now Infinitely more likely than a supernatural phenomenon. So how about let's Correct. go with let's go with it was the window You're water logging an electrical device. It is still within the realm of possibilities that that alone caused the window to open and then it electrically shut. I'm not saying that's likely because a lot of times water is going to cause shorts more than anything else, but that is still infinitely more likely than the window temporarily disappeared and they reached their hand through and just the it's so that scientists can't explain it is quite.
0: Did the, the car way. have a sunroof?
1: I didn't see. I think it was a Subaru Forester. Hang on, let's go back. If it here. had a
0: sunroof, that would be the likely. Because they're not lying Ooh. on this, so that all four. Oh, I don't know. Why is that door not trying?
2: <laughs>
0: oh, okay, this is clearly. It's a
3: miracle! Number five.
0: No, it, it, there are so many different medical conditions that can. Uh, make someone seem like they're dead. And what kind of doctor are we dealing with? Did they run extensive tests confirming that she was actually 100% um,
1: dead? They said science can't explain it. Here's my explanation. She was never dead. Right. Yeah. Or somehow she did actually suffer cardiac arrest and then natural resuscitation uh, or delayed resuscitation and they pronounced her dead during that short period in the same way if you drown and somebody resuscitates you But because she didn't have waters full of lungs, I mean, there's there's a myriad of you also have like uh, uh, there are states you can be in that For centuries people have been mistaken for dead. We usually use now Tests to verify it that they haven't stated was the case here just that a doctor pronounced her dead um, but they found like old coffins where you can see people tried to claw their way out and stuff because they had actually gotten super duper drunk and basically went into this like alcoholic coma where your breath is so shallow. Nobody picks it up. You're same with your heartbeat. Uh, That shit happens. Uh,
0: That would be the worst way to go is to wake up in a, in a coffin alive. But um, number what I also find suspect about this is the way that um, she's not like and I guess it depends on your culture, but they're holding this child like she's still a. a like, to me, that's not how you would handle a, a child at a funeral. You know what I mean? Like, she's. Let me watch this.
3: The girl whose name has not been. At the funeral, an attendee removed the cover of the coffin to arrange the supposed remains, saw the head of the girl move and she was alive. Oh,
0: okay, I get
1: it. Now. Yeah, well, the thing is, like. She wasn't another reason why you don't really worry about that happening today. Uh, most yeah, people who die you. are either burned or embalmed, you're not gonna right, <laughs> yeah. survive either of those things, right? Not to mention that would be a goddamn my, miracle. My Except- question
0: would be how, the, the, the length of time between when this child saw that doctor and when this funeral was performed, yeah. like what was, the, what was the length of time between those two things?
1: And obviously, I'm convinced.
0: Okay. Uh, number the first one not a miracle. Number two miracle.
1: Okay. So we're one for one, one
3: and one. Right. Tiny Lily Grosbeck was trapped in the car for 14 hours after an accident that killed her mother Jennifer in Utah. But when local officers arrived, they heard an adult voice asking for help before discovering the unconscious 18-month-old baby strapped in the back seat. It is unintelligible on the footage, but appears to be a plea for help as Officer Jared Warner responds, "We are helping. We are coming." Right now. Here, get over here, Bettles. We're helping. We're coming. Eric, get down here and we flipping. Here.
1: Let me go back. Yeah, okay. Here,
3: get over here, battles.
1: We're helping. We're coming.
0: No, you're hearing reverberations. Here, here,
3: We're helping. We're coming. Single quote, something very odd. It just happened. Although the
1: Or you're hearing the baby. I have right. no reason what, to not believe a baby yeah. that is upside down can't make a weird voice. Out. Right.
0: Yeah, and it's reverbing from the car.
1: Yeah.
0: And well, they're, they're under a bridge. The echo from that is is probably causing that.
1: Have you ever tried to talk upside down? Like, you don't sound normally there either. I do every night.
0: I actually identify as a bat, so when I go to sleep, I hang upside down.
1: I thought you were going to reveal that the boyfriend I was referring to earlier was you. Not many people know that about me. I got laid last.
3: The emergency responders weren't to realize it at the time. With visibly new urgency, the rescuers turned the waterlogged car onto its side and discovered the 25-year-old driver was long dead. If the mother had died in the initial impact of the crash and the baby was unconscious, whose was the female voice they each swore they had heard coming from the car? One of those policemen, Tyler Beddows, believes he knows the answer, Lily was saved by a heavenly guardian who had comforted her during that bleak, freezing night in the half-submerged car and then called for help with her life hung in the balance.
1: So this is one of those things where people use a phrase in one sentence and they rely on you transitioning that phrase to the next one. The mother was long dead. I'll trust that they verified that some way. The baby was unconscious. And you're supposed to trust long moves to the other one, long unconscious. You don't really have a method for testing that. I, no. I, they're just going with the presumption an, that she went yeah. unconscious instantly when the crash happened.
0: This is an adrenaline thing. And I think everybody was worked up and when yep. they saw the child and when they figured out the child was still alive, this is a good way to look back and retroactively fit a nice heartwarming story. You know,
1: my dog, correct? I know this for, because this has been happening like crazy lately. I keep waking up to my dog keeps trying to howl uh, in her sleep. She's having dreams where that are apparently stressful because I keep waking up to and they're weird because yep. she's laying down. They're not a regular howl, uh, but she's always fine. I wake her up. Yeah, being unconscious doesn't mean you can't make noises when you're stressed out.
0: And and there's another thing too. Um, after uh, I forget how long they said that the mom was was dead, but uh, gases and stuff escape the body after you die. So that could be um, the noises that they hear as well. I mean, you're there are all kind of reports about people who, especially helicopters that or airplanes that transport bodies yeah. back and forth at that altitude. Something happens, and um, they've had bodies sit up and right. uh um, when they and, push on their abdomen, look,
1: you'll have a, a belt. I would, belch.
0: I would, I would die. I would be the next body um, right there. But there was somebody in the live chat that made a good point. Um, this heavenly guardian is really picky about who they save and who they don't. That's a good point. Like you know, why in some cases do you hear stories like these, these heroic um, guardian angel stories? But there are others where not a soul was around. Just let them, let them go.
1: Yeah, it's so, only a miracle
0: when somebody's alive. There's also someone basically. saying we're
1: pulling the explanations out of our ass and we're not. We're saying as long as I can come up with a material, natural explanation, I don't need to rely on it being a guardian angel. The guardian angel is the pulling it out of the ass. And this says that it right. cannot be explained by science. Science can explain several ways this could have happened. Exactly. Sorry, you're wrong. You're burnt.
0: Eye doctor obvious. I doctor obviously incorrect.
1: Yeah. It, yep. Absolutely.
0: Let's pull another explanation of a miracle out of our ass, Jimmy.
1: Let's
3: do it. Number four. Miraculous survival of grandmother and boy from shocking crash in Brazil. Footage has emerged showing Vilma Teodoro do Nascimento and her grandson, Geralt Pedro, being run over by a white Volkswagen in a town in Goias, in Brazil. In the video, the five-year-old boy and his grandmother can be seen being caught in the path of the car and going under the vehicle's wheels. But remarkably, the pair only suffered minor injuries in the accident. Number three, okay, that's easy. The in India yeah,
1: well, I mean or it's simply being run over a car does not mean you have to be dead. I will say it is remarkable that it was only minor injuries, and certainly it is remarkable. You can see, especially for the kid, uh, the amount of time any weight is on them between the two is uh, very short. Also, you can see that they come up onto the curb. Most of the weight on the car will be down below on the lower curb. So it's not... It's, it's again, remarkable. Absolutely. And
0: there's a, there's a thing called adrenaline that kicks in when you're in uh, stressful situations or um, frightful situations that kicks in and takes over. It happens a lot when people get shot. There are uh, many examples of people that get shot. They don't realize they've been shot until they're, it's actually pointed out to them. And that's because your brain is on overdrive and it's a, um, it's just a response. It's something that's built into you. So the kid was probably so terrified that he didn't even realize what happened, got up and ran.
1: The, uh, the so doctor Obvious is saying that they don't know what it was either, but they know it wasn't the baby or the mom. No, you don't. You Get absolutely out of here. do not know it wasn't the You're baby You're making shit up. Yeah. You're making shit up. That's 100% not true. Even if I grant you the mom died on impact and the baby was unconscious the entire time, you do not know that one of them wasn't responsible for the sound.
0: Well, let me ask I, I doctor uh I Doctor Obvious. Who do you think it was? I Doctor Obvious? And tell us why. We'll wait. Actually we'll go on to the next miracle, but
1: um we'll give yeah. you time. Go for it. Result. He goes, and the, his his response was I actually read, because he went and found the articles that were longer summaries of we watched the video. <laughs> There's nothing Oh my goodness. There's no There is no method to verify that either of them didn't make, they didn't have cameras on the inside of this thing, monitoring them with microphones linked up to. It easily could be either of those. Let's fix
0: this real quick. I Doctor Obvious, do you believe in God?
1: Yeah, I Doctor Obvious. (laughs) Let's fix this, let's fix this. Do you you believe in God, I Doctor Obvious? Let's find out. Oh, someone down the river is more likely. he's going with it with someone down the river in a van down by the river no? sure fine
0: whatever it's somebody down the yeah. river okay
1: yeah he doesn't like that we were saying you can come up with natural materialistic ways that this happened but he went with a natural materialistic way still not a miracle hasn't acknowledged that you can still be dead or unconscious and make a sound i'm sorry Here's my I, question doctor. maybe you're a great guy but i'm just, I, or or girl i just don't agree with you
0: Here's my question. If you say you read articles and stuff, why isn't this somebody down the river uh, the case instead of the guy who actually pulled them out of the car saying it was a voice from inside of right. the, the vehicle?
1: I still want Go ahead, to see, Jimmy. I still want to see his reasoning why it can't be a dead person. with. It doesn't even have to be gases. Gases take a while to build up. I don't know how long they were there. It doesn't even have to be gases it can be literally if something got damaged she could be literally ejecting blood and internal bleeding stuff can be falling out uh which depending on how long they were alive can still trigger things like your gag reflex and whatever i still think the most likely situation is a very uncomfortable unconscious upside down baby made a squirming sound
0: and here's here's the bigger issue why are we arguing over um, because when none of us know, we're basically what we're doing is we're giving uh, other explanations for what it could be. We are not falling into the, it's a miracle category. And it sounds like yeah. if you're gonna put forth that it was somebody down the
1: river, you don't identify with the miracle theory. Like the, uh, the guy who heard, that, heard it, he just made a mistake.
3: I've old boy and his grandmother can be seen being caught in the path of the car and going under the vehicle's wheels. But remarkably, the pair suffered minor injuries in the accident.
1: And I agree, it's remarkable. But that's sure it is. not miraculous. Yeah. We already talked about this right
3: now. Number three, holy man in India claimed he didn't eat or drink for 70 years. A self-proclaimed yogi, 83 years old, Prasad Yani, is a follower of Hindu goddess, Amba. He says oh, that shit. goddess provides him a liquid sustenance which is fed through a hole in his palate, allowing him to live without food and water. Various observational studies of Yani had been conducted where he was monitored around the clock. He successfully passed all tests showing that he can in fact not ingest food or water, nor did he pass urine or bowel movements for a 15 days long study. Number two.
1: Yeah. A 15 day uh, fast is not 70 years. It was passed through his what? Uh, Uh, A liquid was passed through his palate. He has a special hole. So, and keep in mind, that's another big part of it. And if that is the case, that's something that should have been tested and verified too. All they've done to confirm it so far (laughs) was monitor him for it. Sounds like the biggest, longest amount of time was 15 days where he didn't pass a bowel movement does not prove anything miraculous, and if you could show us this food hole in his mouth, you might have a prayer, though that still wouldn't mean it was a miracle.
0: But what's miraculous about not eating or drinking for 70 years? I mean, he's missing out on the best things in life, which is food <laughs> and um, liquid. That's a, that's a complete idiot, not a miracle.
1: I also just don't believe it happened. I think he's getting But so what if it did? That's the,
0: the lamest miracle ever. But it's the lamest miracle ever.
1: You could still say that's a miracle. If you didn't intake any calories or refresh no. the, the water in your body in any way, I can't think of a biological system for human life or anything with the amount of energy it takes just to think, let alone uh, move muscles and stuff. Uh, that, that does seem like you're not even talking about somebody who would actually technically be a human at that point. So I would it's, call it's bio, likely miraculous, but I don't it's believe It's
0: biologically that. impossible. He's full of shit, literally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, science can explain this one. He's just a liar. Go find mm-hmm. me the hole and test the nutritious fluid, and then I got- Marx,
0: <laughs> Mark Caesar says, no bowel movements, see he is full of shit. Nice.
2: <laughs>
3: Do tears of Our Lady of Akita. The Our Lady of Akita was documented crying human tears in over 101 occurrences over a span of six years in Japan. The tears were sampled and brought to Oxford University to verify that they were in fact human tears. This signified an apocalyptic message warning that the world needs to hold more confidence in God else calamities will happen all over the world.
1: The reason why I know that didn't happen is because this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Verifying human tears would mean you actually got the DNA trace out of it. And the what do you what kind of DNA does a statue give off?
0: I'm gonna um I'm gonna look this up real quick. Verified human tears from statue. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's no way that a. Okay.
1: They found out. What's the he name of it? The human tears of the gardener who fucking handles this thing. Let's go. Back. What's
0: the um? What's the name of
1: it? Uh, tears of Our Lady of Akita. Okay. Check that shit out. I'm just. Lady not... of Akita. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially this kind of like the bar is so low for miracles. We saw some moisture. I guarantee you, there's no DNA. Uh, uh, but you can look. We saw some moisture that has to either be an actual tear. It certainly can't just be somebody fucking doing it.
0: Okay, this says... um, What? What This says that when tested, the blood types of the statue, um, blood and sweat that was pouring from the eyes looking like tears, were found to be types B and AB respectfully. Um, recognized. Uh, let's see. The the Catholic Faith and Morals Commission found that it recognized the supernatural character of a series of mysterious events concerning the statue. Authorized the um, Holy Mother of Akita by the Holy See. Uh, I'm not seeing anything worse. Let's see. It appears to exist. Would it, uh, appears that the Akita has not been an approved apparition of the apocalyptic warnings that we have read as of May two. Uh, 2016, the Holy See had not issued a formal statement on the matter. Nothing about it, what it was debunked by, though.
1: So, this person's just saying tears. The thing you were seeing was tears and blood. They tested the blood, and it was two different types of blood one was type A and one was type B. You know, I'm just going to go with science can explain this. There's somebody putting their blood on the statue's face.
0: Correct. It's a materialistic,
1: totally natural explanation therefore, since it's the only realm we actually know exists, a bajillion times more likely than the supernatural I'm, explanation.
0: I'm still, um, I'm curious, though.
1: I liked, uh, South Park. They did a version of this Here we where go. the statue was shitting. It was just explosive diarrhea.
0: Science debunks miracle of weeping statue. It has been exposed as a fake by an Italian scientist. Um, he used the logic of deductive reasoning um, to the miracle of a statue that appears to weep has been caught on film, but a chemistry researcher believes he can explain why. Um, he made his own weeping Madonna, which baffled onlookers into believing the statue was able to shed tears without any mechanical or uh, or the deployment of water-absorbing chemicals. The secret, he revealed, is to use a hollowed statue made of thin plaster, if it, it it is with an um, impermeable glazing and a water and water poured onto the hollow center from a tiny hole in the head. The statue behaves quite normally. The plaster absorbs the liquid, but the glazing prevents it from pouring out. But if a barely perceptible scratches are made in the glazing over the eyes, droplets of water appear as if by divine intervention rather than by uh, capillary attraction. The movement of water through sponge-like material. So there you go.
1: But what about the, it was verified.
0: It was probably some guy down the river that was (laughs) doing
1: it. That's good. Okay. Here's the last one. Uh, Let's move forward a little.
3: (gasps) Hold more confidence in God else calamities will happen all over the world. Number one, miraculous survival of mosques in Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami. On December 26, 2004, the devastating earthquake measuring 9.1 on the Richter scale, which shook the Indian Ocean off the coast of North Sumatra, Indonesia. Most buildings had washed away by a huge wave of tsunami. Everything washed away. So powerful wave that can swept out even hundreds and thousands of tons boat vessel. But tsunami wave doesn't take effect on at least 27 mosques. Moreover, the slightly glass of windows wasn't cracked, and everyone who stayed inside the mosque survived. It is certain-
1: I actually already know the rebuttal to this one. This one I actually heard about already, so we'll let it finish playing, but- it's really boring, it's a really boring explanation, these especially Absolutely. some of the
3: mosques located not far from the beach. it was indeed a miracle.
1: wasn't it all what what's your guess?
0: um I'm gonna guess that surrounding buildings took the blunt of the um blow, and it just because of its positioning but, in um
1: the point was and it is it is a remarkable site that it kept happening in all of these places, and the reason is. All of these homes and buildings and structures uh, reflect the poverty of the area. Mosques had way more money. And so like your average house that's built in the US also wouldn't have swept away. Mosques have way more money and were the most engineeringly sound buildings anywhere. Sure,
0: makes sense. And that's it. You had slums the rest
1: of the place, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I built a tower. 500 feet high and it was so miraculous because I could see farther from it the top of it than I could from the top of my house that's what is
0: Batman doing at a
1: mosque Batman's more down here where were the other drugs going that's that's more like a demon where were the other drugs going it's a bit silly and cartoony it's like
0: Barney after a Uh, a weak bender
1: I don't even know what video I just ended up on um, okay, um, that was our final of the week. Yes. We do have as we have ended in the past. Oh well, but first of all, are you now a believer from all that all those things science can't explain? Nor can apparently Doctor I, I obvious, whatever he's called. I Doctor Well,
0: obvious. obviously he can because he's I you know what? I put my faith in the man down the river. That's what I've learned from this.
1: I think all of them um, were the man down the river. Every single one of them. A man down the river threw like uh, some like comfort pads, like some uh, some memory foam, right over that wife, that grandma, and the kid. Go ahead.
0: Water is the water is the thing that links them all. So maybe water is our God. Uh. The first one was was going down in water. One man didn't drink water for uh, seventy years. The statue was crying water. Water missed the mosque water ladies and gentlemen um next time you are in a convenience store make sure you bow down to aquafina not mm-hmm. deer park deer park is the antichrist it's aquafina yeah.
1: all right isn't aquafina just filtered water or is it actually i thought
0: that was, aquafina was how you say water in spanish
1: that's just agua uh desani i think is the one that's just filtered tap water I he's an italian fake i love me some fiji water i also like the bottles from Voss the most anyway Welcome, straw man. Let's watch your countdown. These are the best videos uh, from the atheist community. I don't think I made the list this week, so maybe I disagree. (laughs) Shit, I hit play on the wrong one again. Okay, let's pull you over here. And there's no
2: audio. Um, Got some great videos this week, so let's get right to it. Number five this week is three black Hello, Hellbound friends. It's time for another edition of the Strawman Countdown. Got some great videos this week, so let's get right to it. Number five this week is Three Black Heathens. What's the 411 in Talking Christianity with G-Con? The Three Black Heathen Show is one of my favorite new shows on YouTube. In this episode, Emperor Atheist takes on G-Con, and it's simply a brilliant display by Emperor Atheist. The Three Black Heathens' understanding of philosophy is awesome, and I love how they used it during their arguments on the show. Great video.
1: Video not- Did you watch that one? I
2: haven't yet.
0: It's on my watch later.
1: I put all. Yeah, I usually put all of Iowans on my watch later. Sorry, I don't have any commentary for this one.
2: Number four this week is Sirus the Skeptic. These things need to stop. With Steve,
1: I like to think that the type, the thumbnail is saying these things need to stop, and Steve McRae is the things that need to stop. I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny in my head.
2: ...McRae. Now, I almost didn't include this because Surus took out some of the hilarious head wobble when he re-uploaded it. Methhead Steve was absolutely amazing. Anyway, it's a great video on some of the poor arguments that are used in the theist versus atheist debates. Check it out, even if the head wobble is greatly missed. Video number three this week is non-sequitur show, Revelations 814.
1: Do you want me to just skip forward?
2: Let us pray. Uh, Godless goodness. Cranium takes on... Pre-
1: it was a joke on your never subscribe, never watch thing. Should I just it wasn't on? funny. It was hilarious. Back me up live chat since it's all on my channel this time.
2: Pragmatic culture in this stream, and Pragmatic Culture tries desperately to find some way to defend the Catholic Church in a time when it's under attack from the inside out. He fails, of course, and Godless Cranium destroys his apologetic attempts. Great video.
1: I have debated Pragmatic Culture twice. Uh, He's very, very nice. He's like a super nice dude. Very nice.
0: But horrible on his arguments.
1: Get a different career, bro. I really Hardy, like uh, you. Forget a new well,
0: career. He, he sounded like a rape apologist. I'm going to just was, be straight up. I, unless, he was I'm bad.
1: S- unless I'm mixing up with somebody else. He was one of the ones defending Trump in my Bob Woodward book review this week. Makes sense. Yeah.
2: Makes Video sure number two all, this actually. week. Is,
1: what's that?
0: Surprising at all.
1: No. Ah, this is my man. It, I love Prophet of Zod. Here we go.
2: As Prophet of Zod, it takes more faith to be an atheist. Does it take more faith to be an atheist than it does to be a theist? No, it doesn't, and Zod does an awesome job pointing out just how ridiculous that claim is to hear. Thank you for making this video Zod, I absolutely loved it. The number one video this week is Essence of Thought, Free Speech Atheist Demands I Remove One of My Videos. What do you do when someone attempts to blackmail you while at the same time pretends to be an advocate of free speech? You expose this person to the light of day. Awesome video from Essence of Thought, I truly enjoyed this video and empathize with what was said. This.
1: I have actually not watched an Essence of Thought video before, so I guess I'll go check that one out. He's fantastic. Is he good? He's fantastic. I, Absolutely. I'm just hearing about him. I can already see fantastic. what's coming back on. I, I don't I, We can just skip this. No, all
2: right. We this week's video of the week is Steve McCrae, Red Pill Religion is Morally Bankrupt. I was late in making the list this week, and to be honest, I'm glad I was. Due to my lateness, this video made it in under the wire, and it's a mic drop a minute. Steve McRae and Siris the Skeptic are on fleek during this whole video, and I can't recommend it more. Red Pill Religion are a pariah, and anyone supporting them or the Catholic Church are morally bankrupt individuals. Absolutely incredible stream. So those are my top 5 videos, plus the video of the week. I hope you'll check them out and subscribe to their channels. Links should be in the description. I'm The Godless Iowan, you can sub to my channel, follow me on Twitter at the Godless Iowan or find more great videos from this week on my blog, www.theiowaatheist.blog. Thanks, Jimmy and Kyle, and as always, don't panic.
1: And if you haven't already, Iowans, send me whatever text you want to be in the description. I it don't, it, it, I don't it, it bothered me beforehand. that you used
0: you used the term on fleek to describe Sirus the Skeptic and Steve McRae. That's yeah. the, only, the only issue that I have with this video of Godless Iowan. If there's a word that does not at all describe... Uh, like Jimmy and I. Jimmy and I are on fleek. That's Steve true. Steven um Ceres, they're um they're correct in their philosophical uh viewpoints. Let me do this that, for real quick. Okay. That makes only one of us are on fleek. That would be me. <laughs> um that would be the uh and, and let me say this if you'll allow me, um, really quick, uh, audience, to uh indulge me for a second. If you have time, please go to Twitter and tweet at Studio Canal, you'll see on our page. um, It's pretty much all that's been tweeted out from us for the past uh, 24 hours. Uh, There was a strike that was put on our channel and um, that disables us from live streaming for uh, three months currently. Now, if you know anything about the show, if you don't know anything about the show, then just walk away now because you don't need to know.
1: Um, The show is very bad for your health. Don't walk away yet. Like and subscribe. By Um, the way, we only have five likes with 65 watching. Either we're doing a terrible job or what is it like?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's a good plug. Um, But anyway, um, they released – Studio Canal released a movie um, recently called The Lost City of Z. Now, that's based on a true story um, that actually happened. We did an episode about the true story, not about the movie. had nothing to do with the movie had no scenes from the movie, no audio from the movie, no images from the movie. The only thing that it shared with the movie was the title. But in addition to that title, I put that we had Dr. David Anderson. It was more of a lecture and it was about the true story. Well, Studio Canal struck that video and um, claimed that we infringed on copyright, but you cannot copyright a title and nothing in that video had anything to do with the movie. So what happened was somebody at Studio Canal, saw the title, assumed that we were uploading the movie, and struck our channel. But we need to get this resolved, and you guys can help by going on Twitter and uh, tweeting the fuck out of them until this is fixed. Because it's in their, it's in their hands. They have to retract it.
1: Yeah, the 98-day ban on the first thing and just taking a person's word for it with no investigation before Upholding the copyright strike is absolutely insane. It is insanity. Yep. That's bullshit.
0: So we are uh, in limbo until then.
1: Well, it looked like, did Scientist Mel make it into the live chat? Somebody was just she did. tagging her. Oh, hi, Scientist Mel. Don't forget to follow Scientist Mel. She was, uh, she's was she got that video upcoming about the, we played her video earlier. Uh, she has the video upcoming about chili juice. That'll be awesome.
0: She just super chatted you.
1: Uh... She said, you can always play. Well, I, I do always do the Super Chats of Stewie's. You can always play my videos, Kyle. Weird that it was addressed to you, but whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, Christian, apologist, It's not turned off. We just can't live stream uh, until this is resolved uh, or the 30 days passes. So um, right now, it's we can still upload videos. That's what we plan to do. We've got our schedule kind of stacked now. We had to make some last-minute adjustments. So... You'll be getting the schedule like it is on the website, but in the next day. So like tomorrow we're recording the episode with Mercedes. We'll play it on Monday night. We'll record Monday's, well, we'll, we'll, what was supposed to be live and play it Tuesday. Until this is fixed, that's the only way that we can, uh, but we can't live stream right now.
1: Also, since somebody else jumped into the live chat, uh, if you aren't subscribed to the channel already, we have some super collabs coming up. And this Thursday's episode of Dear Mr. Atheist features Shannon Q, Paula Gia, Eric and Jamie from Talk Heathen. Surus the skeptic and Prophet of Zod, I think. I don't remember. If I have him on this one or the next one. But anyway, that's happening. That'll be this Thursday, uh, uh, and and it's it's just an exciting. It's an exciting time for all of us.
0: What's the uh, topic? Uh,
1: the name of the video is Seven Signs You'll Be an Atheist Soon, or Eventually, or Soon. I haven't Excellent. decided what I'm gonna if I'm gonna go with soon or eventually. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a good deal. Good, good stuff. We've got more of those kinds of videos coming out in the future uh, uh, with other people lined up, including my dashingly handsome co host, Kyle. I'm with you every week. That's true, too. That's enough. I'm, I'm good. We done? <laughs> what you got for the people? I Anything think so. less? Please do go and uh, um, tweet that studio, though. I'm telling you now, too, yeah. all my friends.
0: Uh, well, we at this time, this is how we end the show. We always let Jimmy um, take us out with a bang. He has some words of advice. It's called Jimmy's Advice, and um, we're, we're right. just now starting this segment. So take it away, Jimmy. What's your advice today?
1: Uh, let's see. <sighs> Activism be is prepared. extremely important. and uh, And I love that more than ever because of social media, I'm literally making this off the top of my head, but I do believe this more than ever because of social media you have the ability to have a voice that more people see but there's been a trap set and that is that a lot of people think their social media page their Facebook page and what they write that the level of activism and distaste that they show on there is an adequate form of activism and so if I can give it people any advice I will give you this please go fucking do something. And the number one thing I think you can do right now that isn't a lot more work, but it is a little bit of work, please fucking please register to vote. Everybody, whatever side you're on, register to vote and vote this November. That is Jimmy's advice Um, for the week.
0: That was good. And I would just add to that, um, not all of you do something. Only those with really good ideas do something, okay? (laughs) Not all of you are special or anything. Not all of you should do things, okay? Some of you just should not do
1: things. Even those so with the bad ideas. Ask a friend. The people with the bad ideas, go volunteer at a food bank. They are devastatingly short, uh, understaffed right now. But because, don't vote. Yeah, you don't have to vote. Uh, but go <laughs> go, go, go volunteer at food banks. Right now, we're about to get to the Thanksgiving season, but for some reason, the season right beforehand, they are super, super understaffed. So uh, uh, yep. if, if you if you are just wrong, Instead of voting, go go work at a food bank.
0: We got it. We got it there. All
1: right, awesome. that was good. That was a
0: good episode in the can.
1: Loved in the it. Can. Loved it. Kyle, I'm going to give you the sign-off rate right this
0: week. That was fun. That was fun, Jimmy. Um, I got to run. The the uh Hurricane Florence and all that. This has been okay. great, but um
1: um yeah. Be safe. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Give me a second, and I can make this. I can make this beautiful. Uh, uh. I hope. <laughs> Shit. I hope you're okay. Don't let the hurricane get. Whoa! <laughs> That's so stupid. Bye, everybody.
0: That's the that was the best way to end ever.